Welcome to the Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast. I'm Chris, and I'm so glad you tuned in. It's my hope with this podcast to help all of us gather information that might help those that need support dealing with this debilitating issue. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. Before we get started, let's get the formalities out of the way with the medical and privacy disclaimer. I am not a doctor or medical professional. The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, Please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, hello, everyone, and here we are, another week, and I hope everyone's doing well out there. I had a better week. It's still too hot for me, but it seems like the temperatures are starting to go down. So that's going to be such a relief, uh, especially when I'm paying $700 a month for a PG&E. That's just outrageous. So what today we're going to be following up, this is part two of what uh, the discussion was about in regards to the links between neuropathy and mortality in the U.S. population. Now, before we get started, I wanted to give you a little bit of an announcement. Um, Many of you might have noticed on my uh, Facebook page, which is Neuropathy Support Group and Podcast, I now have Instacart on there. And what this is, is an affiliate program that I was able to sign up for and was approved. And what it is, is that you click on the icon that has Instacart on it, sign up and get your groceries delivered to you in as little as one hour, which is gonna help you save yourself that trip to the market because Instacart delivers groceries in as fast as one hour. They connect you with the personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores. And also what you get is you get free delivery on your first order over $35. A couple other things I'd like to mention about Instacart. They have multiple stores available so you can shop all of your favorites on a single order. The products you love from your local stores, hand selected by shoppers based on preferences and delivered to your door in as fast as one hour. Instacart also highlights deals to help you save money, find everything you usually buy, and get smart suggestions for new items, and they make sure that they pick the freshest produce and keep your eggs safe too. So if you have that opportunity and this is something that you want to do, please click on the icon and sign up. Every little bit helps this podcast, and I want to thank you all for your support and being part of my group here. Well, this Thursday, I have another colonoscopy that I'm going to be doing, and I've lost count. I don't know if this is my third or fourth one that I'm doing, but they have me do them every year, every two years. So, you know, I don't have no problem in doing it. I don't have no problem in getting it done because, like I said, I've had three and I haven't had any issues at all. The only big issue is just drinking the liquid that they have you drink before you go in to clean out your system. But what I found that is when you drink the liquid and you eat an ice cream popsicle right after that, 
you won't you won't have that hard of a time getting it down. So that's what I do. But yeah, that's coming up on uh, Friday. Actually, I take the medicine on Thursday. Friday is when I get my procedure done, and I'll let you know how it went. The last few times I've been awake, so I've been able to see you know what they're doing and if they find any pull-ups or anything like that. So I'll keep you abreasted, let you know what's going on uh, when I get the result. So let's get this second part done here. Again, we're um, talking about peripheral neuropathy and linked to mortality. And this is number uh, part two. So how can I prevent neuropathy? The best treatment is prevention. And strategies for reducing injuries are highly effective and well-tested. Since medical procedures ranging from casting uh, fractures to injuries from needles and surgery are another cause, unnecessary procedures should be avoided. The new vaccines against shingles prevent more than 95% of cases and is widely recommended for people over 50, including those who have had previous shingles or vaccinations with the older, less effective vaccines. Diabetes and some other diseases are all common preventable causes of neuropathy. People with neuropathy should ask their doctors to minimize use of medications that are known to cause or worsen neuropathy where alternatives exist. Some families with very severe genetic neuropathies use in vitro fertilization to prevent transmission to future generations. Oh, wow, that was something new. I never heard of that before. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about what research is being done. The mission of the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Strokes is to seek knowledge about the brain and nervous system and to use that knowledge to reduce the burden of neurological diseases. So the National Institute is funded research ranges from clinical studies of the genetics and the natural history of heredity neuropathies to discoveries of new cause and treatments for neuropathy to basic science investigations of the biological mechanisms responsible for chronic neuropathic, neuropathic pain. Together, these diverse research areas will advance the development of new therapeutic and preventive strategies for peripheral neuropathies. Understanding the causes of neuropathy provide the foundations for finding effective prevention and treatment strategies. Genetic mutations have been identified in more than 80 distant heredity neuropathies. So what they're finding is rapid communication between the peripheral nervous systems and the central nervous systems often depends on a process through which special cells called Schwann cells create an insulating coating around axons. This stuff is kind of out of my league here, so let's move on to something else because I don't think any of us can understand that. But I mean, there are efforts of them uh, working on things that might help. The very last thing it says is, in addition to efforts to treat or prevent underlying nerve damage, um, the Institute is, has supported studies are informing new strategies for relieving neuropic pain, fatigue, and other neuropic symptoms. So researchers are investigating the pathways that carry pain signals to the brain and are working to identify substances that will block this signal. That's what we all need right there. So here, so here's some lifestyle changes for neuropathy. 
Simple lifestyle changes may help you to manage symptoms of peripheral neuropathy, such as pain, decrease in muscle mass, or numbness in the limbs. What you need to do is get regular exercise. And you know what? That's kind of hard to do when you're in pain, but let me go on here. Regular exercise may reduce pain or cramps, improve muscle strength, help control blood sugar levels, and prevent muscle loss. In particular, activities such as walking or swimming can improve neuropathy symptoms. Now, I do swimming now that I moved into a house with a pool. Um, I don't have any difference right now if, if yes or no. I mean, I've only been in there twice, but it's, whole, it's hard enough because of the, the water, you know. Even though it may be hot or cold, I can still feel it, and it's like pins and needles. Also, what you need to do is you need to eat well. A diet rich in fish, nuts, whole grains, and fresh produce can be a part of the plan to maintain a healthy weight, which can reduce the effects of peripheral neuropathy. Healthy eating may improve gastrointestinal symptoms such as diarrhea, constipation, or incontinence that result from damage to the nerves controlling intestinal muscle contractions. A healthy diet can also correct underlying nutrient uh, issues or problems that you, may, that you may need more of. Avoid excess alcohol. Drinking excess alcohol can worsen certain health conditions that cause neuropathy, such as diabetes and poor nutrition, and can also lead to nerve damage. Moderate drinking is defined as no more than one drink a day for women of all ages and men older than age 65 and no more than two drinks per day for men age 65 and younger. Also, what you need to do is you need to manage your diabetes. Proper foot care and careful wound treatment are especially important for people who have trouble feeling pain due to peripheral neuropathies. Making sure diabetes is well controlled may help encourage nerve re regeneration. Maintaining healthy blood level sugars also has been shown to reduce neuropathy symptoms and prevent further nerve damage. Let's talk about medication for peripheral neuropathy. Neuropathy may be caused by an underlying condition such as rheumatoid arthritis, diabetes, a nutrient uh, issue, or an autoimmune uh, disease. Some neuropathy-related conditions improve on their own. If you're diagnosed with a medical condition, your doctor may recommend certain medications to alleviate symptoms. Medications may be given by the mouth or in some cases through a vein intravenously. Um, even if the neuropathy is not caused by an under underlying condition, neurologists can prescribe medication to manage the related pain. Over-the-counter pain relievers such as ibuprofen or <clears throat> things like Tylenol are often unhelpful in alleviating the type of pain associated with neuropathy. For people with chronic nerve-related pain, a doctor may uh, prescribe topical patches containing lidocaine or an antiepileptic or antidepressant medication. Lidocaine may be applied as a patch that adheres to the skin in the area where pain is severe. A doctor may prescribe anti uh, seizure medications such as Lyrica. Experts don't know how these types of medications reduce chronic pain. One theory is, is they block the transmission of pain signals from the central nervous system. The side effects can include dizziness and drowsiness. 
Antidepressants such as Cymbalta have also shown to lessen pain in people with uh, peripheral neuropathy. The reason is not known again, but these medications may increase chemical messengers in the brain called neurotransmitters, some of which reduce pain signals. Side effects include insomnia, anxiety, and nausea. Also, a doctor may also prescribe injections of steroids that lessen the pain signals. One thing I'm going to make sure I do is I put this one, well, I'm going to put all three websites that I'm talking about today on this episode, but also I'm going to uh, put through that one uh, peripheral neuropathy linked to mortality in U.S. population because there's a lot of numbers and stuff that I don't even understand here, so I don't know if it's going to help you guys at all, but um, I will post this to make sure you have that information with you. I got a couple more things to uh, talk about, but I wanted to let you know that I don't believe there is a mortality rate for people with neuropathy, and I, but I also don't believe there's a cure at this point. But I do believe that there are things out there that can help reduce some of your pain. And also there's things that we can do personally in changing the way we may eat or exercise. Or those kind of things might help also. I know I've lost about 40 pounds and it did take off some of the, um, took off a lot of relief on my legs itself because, you know, I was carrying a lot of weight. But you got to realize, you know, it's, it's something that is at this point incurable to fix and doctors haven't been able to find anything that works yet sure we have opiates which i take and we also have um the lyricas metformins those other products at cymbalta and you know but though they only work for a while they don't work for long term so you know i guess what i'm trying to get at is you have to take care of you and what works for you and what's best for you. I know um, I have a pain doctor, and that's who I see. I just saw him today. And he's helping me as much as he can do. I have to take the responsibility myself and do the rest that I can do. So when it comes to neuropic pain or death, I don't think there is no connection between the two. You really need to be careful what you read out there. With all the research that I've done so far, to uh, have these episodes, you know, there's a lot of false um, things going on out there that people say, yeah, I've got a cure for it, try this for a month, or try this, and I've tried some of those things, and, you know, they don't work to me, and, you know, I'm not going to mention them here because I would be defaming them, but there, you just need to be careful what you get and what you look for to help you with your pain. Even if you're thinking about doing something like that, getting a product, Talk to your doctor first about it. Print it out. Take the paperwork to them and show them, will this be something that will work for me? I think you, you'll get more truthful answers from your doctor himself or herself versus reading it over the internet. Let me read this little nugget right here that I found in regards to life and how long, you know, somebody with neuropathy will last. But watch it. Life expectancy of a people with peripheral neuropathy and recent progresses and research in peripheral neuropathy. Also, lately, I've been seeing a lot of these places saying, yeah, you know what, try us for seven days and see if it works for you. And if it does, then, you know, you'll have to sign up or buy more medication. You need to watch out for those clubs like that. From experience myself, I um, bought a bottle 
of this um, supplement from this one company online that said, you know, it helps with neuropathy. So I took it. It didn't help. But the thing is, I didn't realize that I was signing up for a, a club. So I was going to be charged every month a certain amount and, you know, get a bottle sent to me automatically from that point on. And, you know, no, 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 not you're not going to do that to me. So I um, canceled it. But, you know, those are the kind of things you need to watch out for if you're going to go out on the Internet and look at supplements or things that other people are talking about that work for them. Just do your own research. That, that helps the best. So I got about five minutes left. Let me find something else that we can talk about here. Let me go ahead and finish this with this um, one statement here on Healthline website. Neuropic pain is a pain condition that's usually chronic. It's usually caused by chronic progressive nerve disease, and it can also occur, occur as a result of an injury or infection. If you have chronic neuropathic pain, it can flare up at any time without an obvious pain-inducing event or factor. Acute neuropathic pain, while uncommon, can occur also as well. Typically, non-neuropathic pain is due to injury or illness. For example, if you drop a heavy book on your foot, your nervous system sends signals of pain immediately after the book hits. But neuropathic pain the pain isn't typically triggered by an event or injury. Instead, the body just sends pain signals to your brain unprompted. People with this pain condition may experience shooting brain pain. The pain may be constant or may occur off and on. A feeling of numbness or loss of sensation is common too. Neuropic pain tends to get worse over time. About one in three Americans experience chronic pain. Of course, one in five experience neuropathic pain. A uh, 2014 study, which these numbers are probably going to be a lot more than that, but this study here in 2014 estimated that as many as 10% of Americans experience some form of neuropathic pain. Understanding the possible causes can help you find better treatments and ways to prevent the pain from getting worse over time. So now when we come to 2022, more than 20 million people in the United States have been estimated to have some form of peripheral neuropathy, but this figure may be significantly higher. Not all people with symptoms of neuropathy are tested for disease, and tests currently don't look for all forms of neuropathy. I think that's a place they need to start first, is finding out what types of neuropathy people have, and then let's go look for the... Um, you know, find the issue that maybe fix those problems that people have with these different neuropathies out there. But from all the research I've done, I, I do believe there are people working on it. It, you know, may be on the back burner and not be that important to have uh, discoveries in neuropathy yet. But I know that from what I've seen so far, it's working. People are working on it. There is one magazine that you can uh, subscribe to which all you have to do is just, they'll send you the reports online. You just give them your email. It's called Pain, the Pain Magazine. And that breaks down all the tests that are being done and everything that has to do with any type of pain. This uh, magazine gives you all the information you need. So that might be something you want to check into. It's just, it's called Pain, P-A-I-N Magazine. And all you do is just insert your email address and you'll get, um, 
reports sent to you. I know some of them are hard to understand and read. They were for me. They have just a bunch of numbers, but there's some in there that we can understand too. But <clears throat> that might be something that you want to do also. That we can keep up to date on the works that are being done on neuropathy or any chronic pain that you may have. So as I finish up with this episode, and it comes to in regards to link to mortality, I don't, I don't believe there is no link. Uh, you know what? Talk to your doctor about it is the best thing you could do. You know, to some of these reports that I talked to you today about, and that I'm going to be putting on the website, Facebook. You know, they may not even be that true. So find out all the information you can on your own if you have the time. That's why I'm here, though, because I'm trying to save that time for you guys to find that information. But if there was anything that I talked about in these last two episodes, go ahead and talk to your doctor about it and see what he says in regards to um, mortality, you know, linked to peripheral neuropathy. But I'm so glad you guys have tuned in. I'm so glad you're part of this show. Without you guys, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be anywhere doing anything. So I'm glad I get to do this for you guys at least. And I appreciate everything that you do and all the listening and being part of this podcast. Until then, I will talk to you next week. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. And finally, whatever life throws at you, even if it hurts you, just be strong and fight through it. Remember, strong walls shake, but never collapse. Talk to you next Monday.